Happy New Year. Happy New Year twenty twenty four. Ah yes, happy new year, motherfuckers. <laughs> and this is gonna be a great new year because we're starting it off with a brand new episode of the Seth Atari podcast. <gasps> it's been a minute. It's, it's been, been since August. It's been a long damn really? Yep. Ooh. Because a lot of shit going on <clears throat> at the Seth Atari podcast personal which we like get in the way of what truly matters which is the listeners yes that's true but we're back 2024 is going to be a sexy year for video games mm-hmm. i can tell and we're going to make sure that it starts off right with the seth atari podcast anyways <laughs> it's been six months <sighs> since we've done this so so Jeez. it might be rest. so this is going to be more of a free-flowing episode definitely to try and get back into uh into the groove of things yeah but it's going to be a very important episode because it involves the entirety except for the people who didn't answer me <laughs> of the Sethatari community and team hmm but before Our family we get on with that Let's get into what really matters. What you've been playing these past six months? What you've been playing? What you've been playing? Okay. Well, I've been playing... And try to start from six months ago and work your way up to what you've been playing now. Because we have six months of what we've been playing to cover. Man, it used to be a week. (laughs) Um... Okay, so I definitely played a lot of Tears of the Kingdom, Breath of the Wild sequel. It's, I love it. It's amazing. Um, But I won't get too deep into that right now for reasons. Um, And then the next game I played, um, I don't know, probably, I probably played Among Us at least once in the last six months, maybe. (laughs) Probably. Um, they have too many different maps and I don't like everything that's changed. I just want to stick with what was, there's too many different things you could do. Yeah. Among Us, it's hard to go back because I don't know. It's just changed. It's not the same vibe as it was when it first came out. It changed a lot. And now, or in 2020, I should say not when it came out. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And now people that aren't even the imposter can vent. Come on. Yeah. It's weird. They definitely, I can appreciate them trying to keep the game fresh. And I, I know it will make a comeback. I, I can sense it. But it's like Minecraft for me. Like, you can't force going back into it. It just has to happen naturally. If it if you try to force it, it won't work. It just has it's to not fun. It's really not fun when you're forced to play something. But, um... Well, sometimes you can force yourself to get into the game, and then you're like, yeah, I'm glad I did this. I think that's probably easier to do for games that you've never played before. True. But if it's a game that, like, you've already played through, and you're, like, wanting to get back into it or something like that, but you're really not in the mood, it's it's hard, because you're like, yeah, I already know. I think for story games... There's nothing. Like... What game did I just play? Oh, I 
Well, that's a spoiler to what I've been playing. What I've been playing. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I played a game, and I need to play the sequel, but I've been putting it off. But I know if I force myself to play the sequel, I'll enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But that's not yeah. the same for games that don't have story like Among Us in uh, Minecraft. Mm-hmm. Those games are more about the gameplay element. Yeah. And for that, you have to be in the mood <clears throat> for that specific type of game. Yeah, because you already know the routine. You know what it's about. And um, I don't know. Sometimes games like that, it really is hard to play unless you like have a good group of people to play with, too. And it's hard to find that. Everybody was playing it, and that's part of what made mm-hmm, that, exactly. that fun. When everyone was playing the game, it right was, now, that's what made it fun. Yeah, I agree. And right now... There's a different game that everyone's <laughs> playing, and that's what's making it fun. So, but we'll get into that later. So you've been playing, you played Gears of the Kingdom in August. That sounds about right. Um, then maybe Among Us some sometime around there. I definitely and hopped on some. I'll help you out a little bit. I tried playing some of the Pearl, I think, too. Oh yeah, some Pokemon a little bit. For some you. Pearl and Arceus a little bit. But even that's that's one of the games that's also kind of still hard for me to get into, even though I've never played it. Don't touch the cord. Oh, sorry. Um, I've kind of like I feel like I already got the gist of it, so it's a little harder to be like, "Whoa, this is new," you know. For Pokemon. Yeah. Shame on you. I'm sorry. I know, but definitely been <laughs> diamond throw hitting that mario kart booster course oh yes which recently ended uh every time that dropped a new update we played that that was so fun i i i'm not crazy about the levels that are like real places in the world the tour levels yeah they're not fun maybe you know what would be a good bucket list thing to do is to visit the locations from tour (laughs) and then we could go back to it and then be like whoa this is like real life (laughs) yeah yeah that'd be cool that'd be a good or we could go there we'd be like hey that's like that that's like the eiffel tower from mario kart we we go we go to (laughs) where the eiffel tower is and all like the native people there we're gonna be like whoa this is just like in mario kart and they're gonna murder us yeah (laughs) those french people there's not a French <laughs> Mario character. I'll just say that much. Actually, there that's not be? true. That's not true at all. There's tons of French people in Paper Mario. Oh, that's right. Huh. And Super Mario RPG, or not RPG, um, is RPG, but it's uh, Mario and Luigi, Bowser's Inside Story. There's a block character. Hmm. Huh. He's definitely French. Nice. Okay. So I wonder if there are any American people that are not. Like, never mind. <laughs> Probably in the golf games. You know, like in the. Do you think French video games have any American people that are not demonized? Because <laughs> don't they like hate Americans? I don't know much about French games beyond. Well. Anyways, we're getting off topic. I know. <laughs> so we've been hitting that Mario Kart del- 
lot. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Pass. Which mm-hmm. is free with your Nintendo Switch Online Plus membership. Right, me a check, Nintendo. It's worth it. And uh, we've been hitting that up with friend of the show whose name I don't know what he goes by on the show. So, but I'm going to call him Blue Lemon. And uh, we've also been playing that <laughs> with uh, Sassy Red and... Uh, What's the... I forget everybody's code name. CHS Hater? Sure. <laughs> Every time they drop that. Uh, newest characters they added was Diddy Kong, Funky Kong, mm-hmm. Pauline, and Peachette. Which, I really like three of those four characters. Which ones do you like the most? Which ones don't... Which one don't you like? Okay, well, Diddy Kong is a given... Should have. I, I feel like love, Diddy Kong needs to be a staple of love. I know Mario spinoff. It yeah, needs, he needs to be there right away. I don't know why. I feel like he's synonymous Excuse with Donkey Kong. If if they exactly. don't have Don, they have Donkey Kong in it, and they have a big roster. It's like their other half. Diddy Kong in it. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. the Luigi of the Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Maybe. I agree. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they go hand in hand, and they always have. And he trying to separate him. Is the star of Donkey Kong Country 2. Donkey Kong's not even playable in that game. He is the star of Diddy Kong Racing, which is some might which is a better racing game than Mario Kart 64. Ooh, hot take. But then lately he's been, you know, player two, but when Diddy Kong was made for Donkey Kong Country, he was player two. When they made a sequel, he was player one, and Dixie Kong was player two. Then when they made a third one, Dixie Kong was player one, and Kitty Kong was player two. So they've all, they're all really Donkey Kong, Diddy Kong, and Dixie Kong are all the main protagonists of the original SNES Donkey Kong. Excuse me. Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> huh. But they don't get that respect that they deserve these days. I demand respect for my boys. You've also been playing a game that I was also playing around August. Um, Pikmin 4. Oh my gosh, how could I forget? Oh, Pikmin 4 was such a good game. Sorry that I keep kicking the cords. It's a beautiful game. It's another game that's like very cinematic. It's very beautiful and it's graphics and stuff. It's very cute. And the like gameplay it. is fun. It's a lot <clears throat> easier than Pikmin 1 and 2 and 3. But mostly 1, you know, is like the hardest one. But <laughs> it's like... It's more accessible, which there's nothing wrong with that. I don't know. I feel like it hurts it not being as difficult as the other ones. <laughs> I think it should be more difficult. But... Maybe not. Maybe this is what... Pikmin needs maybe it needs to be a little easier to uh, have. It was enjoyable. A audience, I guess. I guess it's yeah for people who don't want to get anxiety playing a game like Pikmin, <laughs> like I did the first three games. I think I got so frustrated with one of them I didn't even like finish the boss, which is crazy. I never went back to it. But you but... never beat the final boss in any of the Pikmin games that you've gotten to. What? Yeah. You've gotten to the final boss of Pikmin 1. Haven't I only beaten. remember one not beating. Well, really? the Pikmin 1 boss is so... 
it's like a three, two or three day project. Because oh. you have to first build the bridges and obstacles to get to the boss, which takes about a day. Yeah. And then you, know. you got to beat the boss, which takes at least a day. And usually by the time that you beat the boss, you don't have enough time to carry the boss and the space po- spaceship part back to the onion in the whatever the ship. Mm-hmm. Which So I usually have to give myself three days just for that boss. That's, yeah, I understand, actually, if that was the one that I didn't do, or apparently there's two I didn't do. But, um, yeah, it's kind of hard for me to hold my patience, <laughs> especially if it takes that long to do something in a whole day. Imagine beating the boss and then dying at the end of the day, having to redo all of that all over again. I just sit there and I'm like, all that time was just wasted in real life and I can't get that time back and I get all detrimental. <laughs> well, it's just one, So there's 30 parts, spaceship parts, and you get 30 days mm-hmm. to get the perfect ending or whatever, 100%. And so that means if you need three days just for one part, that last part, but you can't even do that until you get the 29 other parts, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, that means you have to plan out your other days efficiently to where you end up with at least three extra days. Yeah. I would like probably try and get at least two a day. Yeah. Right? If you can try and get two in the beginning, I think you could try and maybe get like four in one day. That way you could give yourself also some mm-hmm. days to replenish your population. That's true because in the beginning you're not really stressed and you're like, okay, it's the beginning, you know, I could take my time. I have 30 days. But then when it's on day like 27, 28, you're like, oh, <laughs> but I actually four, could use more time. At all. You yeah. Like, we're like, okay, today let's do these caves or today let's explore this area and it was it was fairly peaceful honestly. night missions were really fun too to do oh those. yeah those are cool those that was probably maybe the most stressful time i've had playing the game but it like it wasn't even hard either it it's was a good, just a rush <laughs> right it's a good change of pace trying to i like to try and kill every enemy throughout the night so you're like rushing to to stock up all your ghost pigment Oh, yeah. I love and those then, guys. And then after you get all them, you're like, okay, now it's time to defend. Mm-hmm. And then you get your little dog friend, Ochi, who's a new character who makes the game pretty mm-hmm. easy. I love Ochi. You can have him defend the tower Ochi. while you go do stuff. Ochi. Cool. Ochi. How's it spelled? O-A-C-H-I? I think it's <clears throat> O-A-T-C-H-I. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, he's like, I don't know, when I first seen him, I was like, he kind of ugly. But then he grew on me, especially compared to the green one. <laughs> the green one is actually still ugly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but um, there's like, uh, I kind of wish the twist at the end was more of a twist. But I like, I kind of knew it from the Wait, beginning. No spoilers. I know. That's, that's as far as I'm going to go. But um. Oh, yeah, we still have... So we kind of rolled credits once on it, but we still have to continue playing. Then there's a version where you afterwards... is not a great 
big spoiler, but you can play some of Olimar's story, like from the original game. Okay. But it's a little different. Let me tell you something. Okay. I'll tell you later, actually. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. So before you get into what you've been playing, because that's going to be a big, uh, big talk. I'm not going to get into that one yet. I'm not going to get into the top pick yet. But also Minecraft. I think that's probably the last game I've actually been playing since then. Let me see. Uh, you know what? Let's any... take a look at your Switch and Switch real quick. Oh, yeah. There you go. There's a literal history of what I've been playing on there. And I only play on my Switch. I've been meaning to get back into um, oh, yeah, Among Us is definitely Skyrim. <laughs> I've been meaning to get back into Skyrim, though. Because it's, it's pretty... It's like Tears of the Kingdom, but darker. And there's a lot more things you could do. Looks like you played uh, some Splatoon 3, maybe, or something? No, I think that just updated recently. Oh, okay. Because I have not played that in a long time. Okay, well, I'll go on what I was playing. Uh, I've been playing for the past six months. I'm not going to remember every game I've Playing. Let's see. Well, also a little bit of Wrecking Crew we both played. Just oh, that was a spoiler for what the next episode's gonna be. Well, um, not until you said that. Um, <laughs> that's okay. So I was doing the Year of Luigi, so I did a lot of uh, Mario games. But you know what? I don't think I can remember back to August besides Pikmin Four. I didn't really have mine chronologically ordered either. I was just. So for trying October. Oh yeah, we were trying to do spooky games. Yeah, I tried to do. Some oh, you did a few. Games. You did a few. So I did. I played a little bit of Last of Us Two. I started it. Um. I, don't I know also did too, actually. I think I played a little bit. Might have played a little bit of Last of Us. I'm sorry, it's your turn now. Last of Us. One. The first one. The first one. And yeah. I did some Last of Us Two. Uh. I don't say anything about that because I guess that's spoiler territory. Um, yeah, that's right at the beginning. Ellie's got Metro a Prime is the first game I want to talk about. And that was a game I referenced earlier when I said I need to play the sequel. But Metroid Prime is an amazing game. It's a <laughs> first person adventure shooter platformer. It's like. I, I counted it as a spooky season game. Because it's like a different type of horror. It's like isolation, space oh. type horror. <laughs> Excuse me. Like, like almost alien. like Mass Effect. Sort of. Like, yeah. Like Alien. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. So I beat that game. I got all the, uh, what are they called? Artifacts? Battled. Mm -hmm. Meta Ridley battled the Metroid Prime. Meta Ridley, Metroid Prime. You know, every time I hear the word artifact, I always think of the first Tomb Raider game I've played. Because <laughs> that's the word they used a lot. I remember playing my little Acer computer. Tomb Raider. I've never heard this story. It was in Bolivia. Oh, Tomb Raider? Tomb Raider. Or were you in Bolivia when you played it? I was in No. It was set in Bolivia. Beautiful. Made me want to visit Bolivia. So anyway, Metroid Prime <laughs> uh, made me want to visit 
uh, Talon Four. That's the planet you're on. Hmm. Actually, I don't want it to. It's scary there. But yeah, I beat that game. It and if I were to rank my top ten video games of all time, it would definitely be there. Ooh! Wow. I guess it's worth mentioning. I played the remastered version on the Switch. Yeah. But it controls so good, looks so good, plays so good, so fun. <laughs> I looked forward to playing it every day. Great game for spooky season. Is the story different for this version, or is it no same story? Uh, Last of Us Two. I kind of. I don't know. Wasn't in the mood. To play, I was at first, and then I got to a certain point, and I really wasn't in the mood to, to, uh, play that style of gameplay. Like I wanted to see the story, I wanted to do that, but I don't know. I think it's for a different time. And then I also played Dead by Daylight, which I don't really, not really a fan of that either. Style, hmm. I don't know. It's spooky. I couldn't get the. I think I think it's another game that would be more fun if we had a good group of people. Exactly. Which mm-hmm. is gonna come into play It's a party game during the main event as well. That that theme of it'd be more fun with a good group of people. Yeah, that's how it's been. <laughs> and uh I'll just jump around. I play some Resident Evil. No, actually. Really? No. Not this year. I played some Shoot, I can't remember all the games I played. Spooky oh, uh, season games. Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks on my Wii U. Booted up the Wii U. Oh, yeah. that. That's actually a really fun game. I think it's it's not a great Zelda game in comparison, but it's pretty fun for what it is. Hmm. What what is it again? How do you play? Uh, it utilizes a lot of DS. Uh, like features like the mic and the stylus so it's a little awkward to play on the wii u gamepad Mm. but at the same time i I mean i really wish i had it for ds and was playing it on a ds it would make it probably a lot more fun okay but it's toon link it's one of his games it's uh involves a lot of train maneuvering track stuff and the dungeon it's like the dungeons are really simple because the gameplay is all stylus based and mic based so they make it really simple but it's fun for what it is okay okay yeah what else what else have we been playing I don't know let's get into our main event yeah guys okay. today <clears throat> how long have we been talking about 30 minutes today we're going to Jump into the new year by taking a look back at 2023, and we're going to be tallying our votes for a game of the year. Sapatari game of the year. Because the game of the year official title went to Baldur's Gate 3, and we can't have that here at Sapatari, <laughs> unless that's what you guys voted for. <laughs> I've never been played. Have you? I don't think we've ever played though. So. No, I haven't, and it might be hard fun. to say. It looks mildly enjoyable, I'll say. 
What is Baldur's Gate? But it has a bad rep. It's a RPG, uh, party-based RPG game, which I'm down for. Um, but it's it it's, has a large focus on your party interactions, and let's just say things get a little sexy. Mm. Let's just say it might get a little sexy with a bear. Oh, oh I've seen, I've seen clips. Oh no. <laughs> Brief ones, brief ones. Oops. <laughs> so, game of, set the target game of the year, twenty twenty three. Let's get a round of applause. Hopefully, this is the applause button. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the rules were very loose for for what you could vote for. If it was a significant DLC for a game with new features and maybe new map and maybe new characters mm -hmm. then sure it's on the table that could be a winner because we don't have categories for ongoing games or dlc or yeah or best this or best that it's just best game and nominees are just whatever people told me were their pick <laughs> for game of the year yeah okay and I played most of these games because uh, I was going to choose my vote after experiencing in some way everyone else's vote. Mm -hmm. So my vote is still undecided. So after we talk about all these games, oh. then I'll put my vote in. We'll see if that changes things. Oh, wow. That's very interesting. So first vote for the game of the year. 2023, here at Atari, is Scarlet and Violet DLC, the Teal Mask, and the uh, Indigo Disc. Huh. What right. are your thoughts on that? I haven't played it, but if it's if it's a Pokemon game, I feel like I feel like they're gonna be similar to the previous Pokemon games. I'm not gonna lie, that's just how I feel like it's been. But I know there's different, like, different little storylines in each game, too. I kind of... What's the storyline for for them? So they the introduce Scarlet. new characters with uh, kind of a an arc, a little arc. Uh, new maps. Two new maps to explore. Uh, old hmm. Pokemon and a few new Pokemon. New legendaries. Um, one story evolves... They both involve a legendary in some way. Um, mm, okay. But but ultimately, the story is about as bare bones as you get from modern Pokemon. So in that regard, it's kind of just as good as modern Pokemon. It's kind of like a new game. Just yeah. faster. Faster. Just goes by faster. And so I was... Okay. I got into these this DLC... Just because I like Pokemon, right? Mm -hmm. My goal is to, when I play them, is to catch all the new stuff. So that's what I mostly played them for. To get all the new stuff for my Pokemon Home collection. Big collector. Mm -hmm. And that was fun. I'll admit, it was really fun. The story, I could care less about. Couldn't care less about. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> the characters, I couldn't care less about either. 
Is there anything new that you could do in this game? Uh, catch these new Pokemon. Hmm. I'm not a big competitive Pokemon player, so that as how it, how it improved on the competitive scene, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but I will say this, okay? So because collecting all the Pokemon is my my goal with these. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. You're good. Um, I needed the DLC for both Scarlet and Violet, okay? And I bought both Scarlet and Violet, so I own them. $60 for both of them. $60 each, so 120 total. Then I bought the DLC, which I didn't realize was $35, but I guess I did. I bought it. Dang. And... Racking it up. The DLC doesn't give you the, it in both Scarlet and Violet. So the DLC that I bought is just for Violet. But they locked two legendaries behind like version exclusives. So you could only get these two in Violet and then these other two in Scarlet. So that means if okay. I want to get these other two, I'd have to pay another $35 <sighs> for the DLC for Scarlet, which honestly, I don't think I'm going to do. I might have to lose out on them for now because that's, that's crazy. And then I was thinking, man, $35, that's how much Pokemon used to cost for mm, the 3DS I know, games. the games. And now they're trying to get me to pay 35 for a DLC that's not really that For great. two more just Pokemon. For, just for two more Pokemon. So Dang. for that, uh, Scarlet and Violet DLC does not have my vote for Game of the Year 2023, but it did get one vote this year, so we will talk about it in August. And I know you don't really <laughs> care for Pokemon, so I, mean, I don't I think like, it has your vote, does it? I do. I just can't. It's not. It's not my top pick, if that's what you're asking. But I like I do like Pokemon. It's just hard for me to get through it when I feel like I already understand the story. I like the story. I just it's hard to repeat if you haven't noticed my pattern. If I have to do everything all over again, in a way, sort of, it's hard for me to enjoy it and do it. Which I think through. we should play Legend of Arceus because I think that's the best Pokemon game in a while. I would if yeah if I went back to a Pokemon game, it would be that one because. Is that the first open world one? Uh, yeah. And then Scarlet and Violet is full open world, but this one is uh, kind of open world. Okay. And, you know, I love open world games. Excuse me. Um, Tears of the Kingdom, Skyrim. Even um, Ocarina of Time was cool. God of War. You know, games like that. It was cool. Actually, was God of War open? No. No, I do remember having to go back and forth a lot, but I don't think it was open world back and forth. Never mind. Cross that part. Well, some but, games are, like Ocarina of Time, are not open world either, but they have such a big hub map thing that they feel open world even though they're not. Ocarina of Time's not open no, world? No, it has like a field that was I open. mean, I know there's a few things you still need to unlock, but... It's like... Does that? It's like uh, they had like different... Dungeons and stuff <clears throat> connected by one uh, hub world type thing, mm -hmm. but technically not really. Open world. Really, it was more like, like linear because like you had to do this first and then 
this second and this third. Hmm. And I feel like I'd really like Elden Ring too. I haven't gone into it, but my sis has been trying to get me into it for a while, and I just haven't. We don't play too many PC games. Well, that's going to change right now because our second vote was for a game called The Finals. Oh. Now, this is a very team-oriented first-person shooter hmm. multiplayer game. What's the story? Uh, I don't know. But <laughs> you play is So you get to build awesome. your own character. There's light characters, medium characters, heavy characters. I made mine heavy because he actually looks heavy. He looks like a big Mondo man. Mm. And I like that. Is that your so, type? Oh, I was actually surprised that <laughs> that uh, a game would have that much customizability with their characters. Yeah, I, I saw you. <laughs> you went as far as you could. I was actually shocked. That's the first time I ever played a game where you could customize your character to look as big as their stats say. That makes sense. <laughs> That's funny. I don't know. I commend it for that. Yeah. Um, That's cool. So basically, you're trying to get money by securing vaults and uh, getting the cash out from them. And it, it was really fun. The gameplay is real smooth. The mechanics are real, like, it's it's a good alternative to other multiplayer shooting games out there. And <clears throat> I would rank it above Scarlet and Violet DLC for Game of the Year 2023, but... Okay. It... Mm, over that... Over another shooter uh, multiplayer game, I would take the other one. And we'll talk about it. Probably next. No, I'll save it for last because it, we have to save the big for last. It got an overwhelming amount of votes <laughs> from the Savitari crew. But the finals, good, uh, good pick, good, good game. Hmm. I'm, I'm going to play more. We should play it since it's team based. And it's one of those games that I would like to play with other people, with mm -hmm. a good group of people. It'd be fun. Okay. Okay. Next up, uh, we'll talk about uh, a game that I didn't play because we're a little low on funds here at the Sagittari Podcast because we haven't done an episode in six months, so we've been uh, living on scraps. <laughs> oh no, I know. We get paid, we get rich when yeah, we make these episodes. Yeah, we get so rich when we make these episodes. But so we're going to start off the year rich. This game is Resident Evil 4 Remake, which came out this year Ooh. and I looked into differences from Resident Evil 4 remake from the original because I have played the original and there's quite a bit it sounds like they made a lot of uh, improvements to Leon's uh, what do you move set mm. you could parry mm -hmm. um, they made some quality of life changes the merchant uh, <laughs> what are you buying <laughs> yeah I guess he's a little more talkative this time around is what they're saying uh what? Those are all the only things he needs to he say. What do you find? What do you do? Oh, that's kind of cool. Um, that's kind of cool. There's more collectibles. The VR version I could not play. It made me sick. It's a little less sexist. Really? With, with Ashley. What do you get to like? She a girl boss in there? No, I think uh, just the things people say. 
they cut it out, change the dialogue. Oh, I see, I see. Uh, Leon okay. is less flirty with her, which... I feel like all those aspects <laughs> of the games, not to get political, Ooh. I didn't notice when I first played Resident Evil 4. Right, me neither. I thought I was like, oh, but cheesy at the same boy time, girl. Yeah. I noticed cheesiness, though. I didn't really think too far beyond it being cheesy because I was like, this is a 2000s game. Imagine getting into this same conversation with this Solid Snake series. I mean, the Metal Gear Solid series. Exactly the same as Metal Gear Solid when they do the cheesy, sexist, or pervy things. Bro. It's every conversation with them. (laughs) I just pass it off like, like, roll your eyes. Oh, yeah, this is made in the 2000s, you know, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah. Resident Evil cool. Four remake is a good contender. It sounds like it's a really great game. I and need that's to play the it. Only Resident Evil I've ever played too. And if I do get my hands on a PS Five, I will uh, definitely put that as the the, the launch game to play. Don't, yeah, that does sound fun. Unless the flavor just motion for me to uh, move along. No, I was not move along. It's just hard for me when you put... It's okay. We don't need to talk about it right now. <laughs> but that's not what it was about. <clears throat> Anyways. Next vote is for a game called Lethal Company, <laughs> which is another team multiplayer-based game puzzle-solving horror, which I just played. And, uh, man, I can't get a good good experience with this game unless other people had PCs and played with me. Oh, it's a multiplayer one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, like, communicating oriented. And I was playing with these, like, little kids that were screaming. And I was like, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not playing this right now. I know this game it could be fun, but I'm not. This is not the right way to play it. So. That sounds fun, I, It doesn't though. have my vote right now. But uh, I will play would- it later be terrified trying to play a scary game and then i just hear other kids screaming getting scared <laughs> like, you couldn't i could not well i died almost immediately too trying to figure out how to play the game mm-hmm. <sighs> not the okay. time practice but i'm glad that it's on the list i like i like having these new games that we've never played on the list because then it makes me want to play now here is the real game of the year um wait a minute what about mine no, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's the Seth Atari game of the year. This this vote, so there was a vote for Baldur's Gate three, and among the Seth Atari community. Okay. Didn't play it because of course, we're broke, but <laughs> it looks good. Christmas time broke. I know people criticize What's... it for, and I don't think it should have got game of the year. But for the B star scene. Yeah, but. <laughs> No, not for the Beastars scene. I just think that there are better games out there this year. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But have... <clears throat> but we haven't played it, have we? No. What if What if we end up playing it and we're like, man, this should have been our game of the year too. Then I will eat my words. Oh. But until that day... <laughs> okay. Okay, Thomas. Uh, doesn't have my vote. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Blue Lemon. <gasps> Oops. Oops. Um, Oopsies. And I will say this. It's not because of the bear sex scene. <laughs> that does does it add to I it for you? I just think that 
it's not as special as people think it is. I would stay open-minded. From what I see. Hasn't but I will stay open-minded. Next up, we have Super Mario Wonder. Mm. Which is the new 2D Mario game that um, is supposed to reimagine the new Super Mario Brothers series to move forward, do something different. And uh, we have it. I got mm -hmm. it for Christmas. Thank you, Alyssa Flavored, for that. You're welcome. Um, it is fun. It does. Uh, I like the gameplay style, I like how fast paced it is. I like the weird quirkiness that happens when uh, you get the wonder flower. Yeah, it's like you're tripping out or something and everything starts to sing and dance like more than they already do. Which is cool. I like it. I uh, like that part too. The character variety is cool even though they... I do wish they played differently. That's... What do you mean? I don't know. Maybe that would have been too much to ask for, but... Um, most Never. of the characters play the same. <laughs> But before, like, Luigi would have a higher jump, but be, like, slippery, mm, you know? Mm -hmm. Toad would be really strong and fast, but couldn't jump. I wish they would have done that. And they Peach all they all just floaty. play the same? Yeah, they're all just the same. I guess I was only Toad and Yoshi. Then I went back to Toad. Except Yoshi's play differently and Nabbit plays differently. Yoshi was kind of annoying to play as, like, me and you when we were running. I forgot what scene we were doing, yeah. but yeah, we would just like land on top of each other. Like, which is cool because like riding Yoshi. Yoshi. Yeah. That's a cool feature, but we were doing a really hard level. And so we were both like... Yoshi and we needed to like <clears throat> get coins very fast. It was almost like a roller coaster level. And um, yeah, it was a, it was too much trying to hop over each other. And we just got like, just landed on top of each other. <laughs> so silly. You ready for your pick? Yeah. What is your pick? This is all you. My pick is <sighs> Tears of the Kingdom, of course. Um, again, it's a... <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, I retract that last one because it's a beautiful game i i love i love that you can ride horses that you could have multiple different types of horses and like dress them up and name them and stuff that's fun that's cool and then on top of like having this huge map and all the different like biomes and stuff you know for the zor and the gorons and and stuff there's an entire underground map called the depths which is just as big. And there's just a lot of side quests you could do. It's a game that would be fun to 100%. I don't know about 100%ing the Koroks, because those guys are like, you find in the most random spots, but um, it's really fun. It's an open world game, like I said. And uh, I don't know, there's just a lot of different things you could do. I think for Tears of the Kingdom, the open world aspect and the game, the how it feels to play as Link is just as fun as Breath of the Wild. I don't think it's as good as Breath of the Wild. Oh, but no. 
the ending scene when you're like. Which I didn't get to yet. I won't. It's not a spoiler so much as just like the the way you fight on top of dragons and like controlling and that dragons. that was a huge spoiler that I did uh, know about. How is that a spoiler? Because I would you like don't to know, experience that for myself. You don't know what they are. And you already know that Ganondorf is that thing that's swimming around the castle. They show that. No, I did not. Oh, wait. I'm going to ask you to not say anything else. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, well, that's that's a key. That's a big point for me. I thought it was a beautiful scene in the way you fought. Totally different than Breath well, of the Wild. Well, you could just say the ending. You could say this. No spoilers. But let's just say the ending is awesome. Yeah, I feel like there's not enough credibility there. You can't spoil things. Well, if you haven't played it by now, then it's your... No, that's fine. I won't say anything more. Um... But yeah, it's beautiful. And the story is like, it's really, it's really cool. I like how the dungeons in this game show you like how, what you can do with the construction aspect of the game. It's oh like yeah, the there's construction. Uh, like, hey, you know, you too. can do this or you can do this with this part and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, construction aspect. It's pretty cool. It's not, it's a little more limited than you think. You can't really just build a rocket and go up into the sky because they're like they just break <laughs> you could it's like, but it's very short-lived yeah the rockets yeah. don't last very long but i love that there are so many different things because it leaves a lot of a creativity to a blossom and all the different the rockets the these like fans fire blasters wind you know there's there's so much and there's so many things you could do I've seen people build like straight up like robot looking things that actually that move. Big dicks that piss fire. I've seen <laughs> that too. I wish. I mean, why I limit it. the creativity? Why? Exactly. They should have just went all out. I think the fact that they add so much creative opportunity for people is what also makes the game's lifespan kind of stretch out that much too because there's just so much to do and it's like fun too it's not like a chore and i get um i get wanting to make it different than breath of the wild but i wish they would have kept the same abilities yeah honestly um ascending is pretty cool where you could go through the roof of pretty much anything that was a cool one they added but the bombs uh you can't, you don't have like unlimited bombs in this one anymore. You have to like find them. Until you get Goron, right? A Goron is kind of like a bomb. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because you could just like, like shoot him straight forward. But like, you know, he rolls why, into a ball. Why limit? Why not have everything that they have now plus what you had then? And then add, yeah. Like, I can't imagine that being too hard for them to do. You like, know? It's also like I was playing Scarlet or I was playing Pokemon Violet and I was climbing up the mountain and it was raining and I was like, man, if this was Breath of the Wild, (laughs) I would be falling. And I was thinking like, why did they do that? I know. Like. Just, I think to add more stuff like the, the sticky lizards or the sticky frogs and stuff. I guess. But why? Why not just make everything like you could just climb up there and go get it? Maybe they just want you to work harder for it. Force you to get more creative. 
Yeah. Maybe make it a little more realistic, I guess. But I mean, I agree with you, honestly. It's a, it's so frustrating (laughs) having to, because like when you slide, you lose a big chunk of stamina too, for some reason. Yeah. It's weird. Almost like if you were to like jump forward. It's, you know what? So Tears of the Kingdom might have my vote for game of the year. Oh. Um. I think it's beautiful. I was going to say Pikmin 4, and if Pikmin 4 would have it, if it wouldn't have changed the story of the first three in a very ambiguous way, which really mm. shouldn't bother me because the gameplay is so good, but it does bother me. It really does. I don't like how they changed up what happened in Pikmin 1. I don't like if it's like, is this a reboot or not? Wait, can it's you so cover ambiguous. that again? What do you What do you mean? So it's like, Olimar crashed, mm-hmm. right? Like in Pikmin One, mm-hmm. did he? Is this a retelling of that event? Does this take place after that, or did this happen again, or is this a re like a reboot of the series? I guess we didn't finish that part, huh? Is this a dream? Is this... It was all... Yeah. He was in a coma. <laughs> well, yeah, is it that? Like, what? Uh, what is happening? I hope not. Maybe I need to look up some, like, theories and videos and, or, like, like an explanation of the story. Mm-hmm. But this being... I don't know. I don't like that. I don't like when people mess with the events. It's like, a, I don't know. It bothers me. Yeah, like, that does not? kind of suck. It's the root events, too. Well, why add to something? Like, it'd be better to add to what you have, to me, than to start over. Like, why mess with something that was already so good? Why not just say, oh, he went on another trip and it happened again, which mm-hmm. would be funny. Yeah. Like, ha, 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 this keeps happening. Or it might have an explanation of why, like, they might have, like, a reason more story significance of why they keep getting hit by asteroids when they try to go around this planet. Which huh. there are some crazy Pikmin theories out there. I like how everyone that they rescued was like just trying to get rich off of the materials rather than trying to find Olimar. <laughs> Most of them at least. They all they all crash land there. Why do they keep why does everybody crash land on there? Trying to go there, they all crash. They were all crash stories, huh? Yeah. It's a lot of ships. But Tears of the Kingdom, and it's not perfect. And everybody talks about hype stuff this year for like, oh, this was such a great year for games. And then on paper, it was. You got the new Street Fighter, the new Resident Evil 4 remake. Nintendo had Mario, Zelda, Pikmin. And I guess Wario. Um... Pokemon DLC, Mario Kart DLC, Spider-Man update. 2, yeah, Fortnite had a big update, two big updates, um, nobody bought the new Call of Duty, uh, <laughs> that's another game that, <clears throat> 3. I've never played any of them, so I would play one of them, but I don't know if I'd be able to play all of them, because I like, 
I know what it is. But is that how Halo is? Because I played all of those. I've played one through three. But I enjoyed it. Well, at least with Halo, they they try to keep a story, even though people uh, come for the multiplayer. Call of Duty, I think they're kind of like phasing out the stories that they're doing and just focusing on multiplayer. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but as good as this year seems on paper, for me, it's just not that great. I think 2024 is going to be the year for video games. And we're starting it up right with Sephatory Podcast. All right. And, okay, I vote for Tears of the Kingdom. Let's go. That's going to be my game of the year. But that's not the Sephatory Podcast game of the year. Because even with two votes for Tears of the Kingdom, there were three votes for Fortnite Chapter 5 as game of the year. Fortnite. Yeah, that was, I almost voted for Fortnite too, but I was like, I forgot. Recency bias, kind of, because mm-hmm. this past couple months have been all Fortnite. So Fortnite had a big OG update where they had the original map and original everything, and everybody loved it. And then they ended that, and everyone was like, oh, no, it's going to go back to whatever. But then they added Lego. They added racing. Oh, they my added... gosh. There's, like... <sighs> It's, it's turning into Roblox with how many different types of game they got. Murder mysteries, like hide-and-seek ones, like an obby one. And then they add the <laughs> new Battle Pass, which had Peter Griffin as a skin. They're having Solid Snake coming ne- later oh this goodness. year. Yeah. I mean, next year, 2020, this year, because it's like on New Year's. <laughs> it's like, it's a big update. and mm-hmm. for on- super ambitious. Ongoing games... This year, Minecraft has disappointed everybody with their tiny update. Mm. I There was a huge thing about, like, it, are they going to add this crab, this penguin, or this whatever, armadillo? Yeah, armadillo. And everybody said, fuck you, add all three. <laughs> you know? And yeah. they're like, no, we're just adding the crab or whatever they ended up adding. I don't even know. I guess I haven't played since that last update. And everyone was like, you're lazy for that? Well, Fortnite was just like, we're not lazy. We're adding all these game modes. (laughs) I know. All this stuff. Out of nowhere, Fortnite decided to just be the Disney of games right now. They're trying to. Lego Fortnite is like Minecraft. They got the racing game like Mario and like every other racing game. They got. And people are saying like, oh, it's going to like strangle the industry and they're going to. They're going to dominate everything because they're going to have all this stuff. But it is a worse rock band. It is a worse Minecraft. And it is a worse Mario Yeah, Kart. they're so not, it's like, you know, yeah. They're like just little, it's little good. quick, it's fun, fun games. Yeah, they're not like, you know, the Lego Minecraft doesn't go as, the Lego Fortnite doesn't go as deep as Minecraft does. Rocket Racing doesn't go as deep as like Mario Kart and all the other racing games. And uh, I do like the Rocket Racing gives me uh, F-Zero vibes. I like it. Yeah. The speed of it. Yeah, I can see that. And the futuristic kind of deal. It is fun. It is fun, though. But everything's very, um, I guess, surface level. But that doesn't mean it's bad, either. It's, it's good. It's like, it all collectively... So I'm a new-gen Fortnite player, I guess. Whatever. I'm not an OG. Sorry. <laughs> but 
I don't like playing on the build mode. I, like I zero cannot build. build. And I like switching between these new game modes because collectively, I think they all make for a great game. Mm-hmm. It's fun. I bought the battle pass. It's fun to get levels from playing the regular Fortnite mostly, but then you're like, I'm bored of this, and you go and you play Rock Band, and it's like... That's true, yeah. I was playing Lego Fortnite for a while the other day, and then I was like, okay, I'm done, so I go return to the lobby, and it, like, turns into Fortnite again, and I'm like, I forgot I was playing Fortnite. I thought I was playing a Lego game. I know. <laughs> That's cool. I do like how diverse they, <laughs> they set a, all their games. There's a prop game where you can turn into a prop from... That's what it's Freddy's called. On, yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's 3. That's snap, what it's and called. It's like, that's what we've been playing this year that we didn't talk about on what's you, what you've been playing. Oh my gosh, how did we forget? A shit ton of Five Nights at Freddy's. How did we forget? <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> we had to like beat the game like 10 times to get different certificates. Guys, we beat Five Nights at Freddy's 5. I beat Five Nights at Freddy's 3. So you beat Five Nights at Freddy's 5. I beat Five Nights at Freddy's 3. I beat Five Nights at Freddy's um, Pizzeria Simulator mm -hmm. with multiple endings, like you said. Mm -hmm. We played through one and two a little bit more, even though we already beat them. We played four up to night three, which is really It scary. was a very... When, when was this? Was this, like, November time? It was... So we started two Spooky Season in October. That was what replaced Resident Evil on okay. my lineup. Okay, yeah, it kind of, like, dripped into November. So it was going to be, let's just beat uh, Sister Location. Mm -hmm. Let's just beat it, and then whatever. That, that'll be one that of our spooky games. That was rough. But we beat it, and then I was like, I want to play more Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> and the movie came out, so uh, we were, it that's was fresh. That's right, that's right, that's right. We wanted to get more into it. We thought playing more of the games, too, would kind of help add to the lore, you know, our knowledge of the lore. Which we pretty much know it all too, but it's oh, different when you get to yeah. play it. So yeah, we're fans now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Fortnite Chapter Five wins Game of the Year. Seth Atari, twenty twenty three. And Most popular we're vote. starting fresh in twenty twenty four. I'm gonna get Solid Snake. However, you're supposed to get him. I already have Peter Griffin. In Fortnite. <laughs> Fortnite skins. Plus the player's gonna get Peter Griffin tonight. And uh, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. I got this has been the Sephatari podcast. I got the Morty skin too, and you got the Futurama bundle. Oh yeah. I got the Rick and Morty bundle and you got the Futurama bundle. Yeah guys, we got V Bucks for Christmas. We didn't buy <laughs> we didn't buy it with our money. We got it for Christmas. We spent them and wisely. Just a disclaimer. <laughs> I will yeah. ask for money for the battle pass though next time. All right. This has been the Safari Podcast. Thank you and good night. Happy New Year. Uh, which one's the outro? Mm -hmm.